Welcome into the Buncombe Street United Methodist Church podcast. My name is Chris Ashley. I'm the director of congregational engagement here at the church and the host of this podcast each and every week. We are moving as a church towards the March 4th through 6th Missions Impact Weekend at our church. And so we are going through a series where we're going to focus on a couple of our missions partners each and every week. We're excited to welcome into this episode of the podcast. Uh, I've got three people with me this time, which is a new adventure for us. So I've got William O'Neill, and he's got Jennifer Inez as a part of his team there uh, with TMSL, TMS Global, but also Seeds of Hope is, is kind of another thing y'all are a part of there. And so we're going to talk all about that. But thank you guys for being a part of this today. Yeah, yeah thank you. So the first thing I would love to do uh, for you all is is for you to got, you guys to just tell us a little bit about your organization, what you do, and where it is you serve. I know I know this partnership with you all is a little bit newer, and like I said, the TMS Global, the Seeds of Hope. There's a lot going on, but would love for y'all to just share a little bit about your organization, who you are, and and how and where you guys are are located. Yeah, absolutely. So. The three of us in our family serve with TMS Global. Uh, TMS Global is a sending agency, you know, Christian organization that trains and prepares um, their, their, what they call CCWs or cross-cultural workers um, to go out and to share Jesus um, incarnationally. And what we mean by that is, you know, just in the middle of your community doing day-to-day life, um, most of their CCWs are international. Uh, we are part of the few that are domestic serving in Selma, Alabama, um, you know, serving mainly in the inner city community, but also in different areas. So, yeah. So tell me a little bit about the, the Seeds of Hope stuff too, because I know that is like a, it's, it's part of what you guys are doing, but TMS is kind of your like you said, your sending agency, but Seeds of Hope is kind of this vision for what you're doing down in Selma. Yeah, um, just a short, quick background with Seeds of Hope. It all started with Nez and I, we were praying one morning and praying about, you know, how to engage the kids and to pour into them and create more spaces to be able to talk about, you know, how Jesus impacts all aspects of your life, you know, this holistic approach. And we both felt like one of the main ways was through working out and exercising. So Nez and I were like, cool, we'll buy some little dumbbells and run through the neighborhood and work out in the yard. And um, that just evolved into something, you know, much more where Nez was like, the Lord is going to give us a space. You know, we're going to do this. And I'm like, Nez, do you have some money for a space? Because I don't. (laughs) And uh and so, but Nez, you know, just, uh, I've, I've learned to listen, you know, as his, he listens very closely to the Lord. Um, and that's exactly what happened. Someone came forth to us, a local partner in the community who used to be a high school coach. And he had a connection with the high school that donated just a gym worth of equipment to us. And so we were like, whoa, okay, we have the equipment but what about space? And we connect, contacted another partner, local partner, and he offered a section of his warehouse to us just for free. Um, so we cleared it out. He put in a, a partition wall, put in a new door, and all of a sudden we had this functioning gym, you know, with uh, youth in our community. 
And, um, but that involved in something more as Nez and I were continuing to pray. Um, do you want to dive into kind of the next phases of that? Yeah. Um, so we were, you know, praying and then we, kids started coming through and really, um, a lot of the spaces we try, we have the avenues we have is trying tailored towards, um, looking for discipleship moments. It's really, as we go in, we, we play sports, we do whatever basketball weight training, but looking for those times where the fences are down with the kids and saying, okay, this is what, um, this is what the Lord, this is an outlook, you know, not just, you know, motivational and yeah, you know, let's, let's go. I can do all things, but more so, so more so is really saying like, no, you know what? Jesus loves you. He created you for this purpose. And, um, and I remember, um, William was uh, talking to a, couple, a few of our community partners um, here in Selma about just a vision about the, um, um, what we were doing. And he's like, well, guess what? I have a space. He didn't say, give me, a, I have the space. Y'all can go check it out. It's in East Selma, which is where, which is where we felt like the Lord is calling us to like more so like in the concentration of there, it's um, 90, like 99%. African-American, and that's where we felt like the Lord's calling us to, is towards that community, those on the margin specifically, and um, so we went to check it out, and lo and behold, it was a, a 20,000 square foot building on four acres, so um, so we were, we were started to, you know, do what we do, go in there and clean out, so, um, but it's been really good to see, once again, it's in walking distance to, to the kids, and yeah. the vision just got way bigger just way bigger and um in the sense of i mean you have all this space we were at like maybe like maybe five thousand square foot and all of a sudden it's 20 so you have yeah. a ton of yeah yeah i think that was one of the things we were experiencing was this conviction that hey we're only able to right now exercise with just boys um and and what you know what about the kids who love art or you know want to help with education or, you know, uh, farming and the Lord supplied that in this new location. And then also, you know, Jennifer, you know, I, just this awesome answer to, to prayer, uh, came down and, um, with all this background and, and drama and theater and I mean, you want to come down yeah. here. Yeah, when I learned about what they were doing here in Selma, that's what really drew me. Um, Seeds of Hope is going to just offer those things that I really love, sports, education, visual and performing arts. So those are things all up my alley. So I was like, okay, I got to be a part of this. And I was trying to discern where I wanted to serve next. And when I learned about what they were doing here, it just, God just said, that's where you're going. And I'm here now, it's been two and a half months and just getting to know this community and working on bringing just great um, programs that will help benefit not just girls, but boys as well. It's, it's gonna be amazing. So I'm excited about what we're doing. Yeah. So you guys have gotten connected with us here. Um, I think relatively recently um, through Mignon and Bev and Cody, I know are the the three staff people that have really connected with y'all and really kind of just fallen in love with your organization. So I would love for you to tell a little bit um, for our church members, like how we got partnered together with you all, what the connection point there was and, and how we're working, how we're working with you currently. 
Yeah, absolutely. So um, it all started, TMS Global has an event they call Presence Gathering, where it's really this opportunity for the donors to come together and learn or hear different stories about how their investment is impacting the kingdom of God. And so Mignon had come to that event and saw a video about how we're serving in Selma. And this was actually before Seeds of Hope was even a thing. We were just working out um, in the gym, in the warehouse that we started with. And so from that, um, Buckham Street actually partnered with uh, us financially and, and which opened up some more doors of what was possible. And then the team came down and just, you know, in a real short trip, you know, they were able to see the community, kind of meet some of our partners. And by the time they came, we actually had uh, the new location um, that we're, you know, we're still working on. And so, uh, you know, Bev and, and Mignon, we both, we stayed connected with them. And, and Bev is kind of like the liaison uh, with the church. And so she's always calling us, checking on us. We send her a list of names of, uh, of kids we're working with that she's praying over. And um, yeah, and that's just been such an impactful part is there's been a financial commitment, but there's also been uh, this commitment of prayer, uh, which, have, you know, we have, we experience and feel the impacts of that uh, prayer. So how is it that, because we're, we're kind of doing this all in the lead up to our big missions weekend we're having here at, at right. the church to, to highlight all of our ministry partners. And I, you, you guys are not going to be able to be present with us. So we definitely want to take a chance to highlight you. So how can folks here at our church who, uh, again, this is kind of a newer partnership and, and we're doing the things right now to kind of lay the groundwork, hopefully for, for a, an expanded partnership in the future, but how can folks connect with you all stay following what you guys are doing? How can we get involved? The, the whole deal. Yeah. Do you want to talk about the ways? Yeah, um, right now, right now, we when we moved into the new space, cleared it out, we brought over our old, old weights, and um, we try to secure the place as best as we can, but folks have gone in and basically stole all the equipment. So we would um, really like folks to come alongside us to kind of get this stuff replaced as we well. Secured it so. and, and we've secured it since as well. So um so just really coming alongside us to, to replace those, but to really start, once again, starting off with COVID has happened and that disconnect, but the Lord has brought the kids back yeah. within us. And that's been a big part along with, um, and I know, I don't want to steal anybody's, but you know, just prayer, as you can see here, our stories, like prayer has been a huge part of this ministry. And um, me and William, Jennifer, we will go and do, and, um, so, but the Lord has really, when, when he's moved mightily is when we've done less and, and, and gone into prayer and this beautiful thing, like Seeds of Hope was prayed into. Yeah. And it wasn't something that we just solely just, okay, yeah, Seeds of Hope, yeah, wow. No, it was actually, we sat there, we prayed, found stuff off. And then it, there was just this beautiful moment, like almost like, a, like just a silence. And then Seeds of Hope came and there was just peace around the room with the name with and then praying about the vision of it i mean all that stuff was happening through prayer it wasn't yeah. just our mind like and he's constantly telling us that because in, there's so much need here but at the end of the day 
the Lord saying, hey, let me hold on just a little bit, pray into it and go. Yeah, yeah. It, and this goes back to why we love working with TMS Global. Like one of their, the leaders of the organization was met with us and was praying over it. And uh, her name's uh, Sonia Crawley and she's praying with us. And she just says, you know, see, I just see this place being a seeds of hope. And we were just like, whoa, that's the name. Like, that is it right there. I mean, that is exactly our hearts is to plant these seeds of hope with amongst these families that are experiencing hardship every day and, and, and discouragement. And that's not the way God designed us. And, you know, as Christians, we are called into those spaces to show who their true identity is in, in Jesus and, and to represent the love that uh, God has in those spaces. And as Nez brought up, you know, that um, we have the relationship with these kids, the opportunity to meet with them again as COVID has settled down here. And, but we don't have the, the bars and the weights that we once had. And, and so anyone interested um, in supporting us purchasing those new items, we can share how to do that later. And then I think Jennifer has some stories on prayer that we definitely wanted to, to share. Yeah, um, as I'm subbing in the classrooms here at um, some of the schools, just praying for the kids, praying for the teachers as we continually, you know, struggle through COVID and just um, that we continually get the support as the kids, you know, struggle academically in some of these areas. Um, the reading, the writing, and just having the energy to continue to help these kids um, feel encouraged through some of the challenges that they may be experiencing at home, but have to come into the school and work through the challenges, you know, even throughout the course of the day. So just keep the children and the teachers in prayer. Um, just, it's so important right now. So Mignon, we have something really big happening in our church with Missions and Outreach coming up in March. I would love for you to talk a little bit about Missions Impact Weekend and how folks can get involved. Yeah, um, Missions Impact Weekend is March 4th through 6th. And our theme this year is STIR because we hope that God stirs up the Holy Spirit and we all feel um, a fresh call to serving. Um, but it's such an exciting time in the church, uh, the Missions Impact Weekend. It's when we invite all of our missions partners to come to Buncombe Street and we offer all kinds of events. We offer large events, small events, something for everyone to plug into, but we really want everyone to come and support our mission partners. Um, that's where they are going to feel the love and encouragement from all of us because what they do is hard. Um, so to find out more about it, go to our website. We have on our main page a blue button that says Mission in Missions Impact Weekend. Click on that and it will give you the full schedule of events. Registration is open now. If you have any questions, you can always email me or call me and I'll be happy to talk to you. But we are so excited and we hope for a great turnout. So I know you guys have um, a newsletter that you sent out, an email newsletter. You have a website. How can folks get connected with you there and, and stay up to date on the things you guys are doing? Yeah, um, 
you know, if there is any way, maybe we could share later our our emails where we could then people could email us and mm -hmm. we could include them in our because we have individual newsletters. Okay. So people could get involved with those, and we are working on social media accounts for so. So people, you know, specifically interested in so, um, can be engaged there. Um, and you know, we can. Is there a way to maybe post the details alongside the podcast later? Yeah, yeah, we can put them. Um, we'll put them in the the show notes. Um, and so, if you check out the show notes for this episode, we'll have the individual emails there. You can reach out to to William and Jennifer Inez and get a part of their their communications and that way you can stay up to date with what they're doing. So Mignon for this weekend is asking all of our partners to share uh, stories of how God has stirred them. Stir is our theme um, for our Missions Impact Weekend. And so with three of y'all, this is a great opportunity for each of you maybe to share. You've shared certainly a lot of that through our conversation so far, but would love maybe to hear a story of how God has stirred you specifically um, in Selma with this ministry uh, yeah, so whoever wants to go first. Well, <laughs> ladies first, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ladies first. All right. <laughs> well, I would say my heart has always been young girls and women, just self-esteem building, positive self-esteem, something I struggled with um, growing up. And so my desire is to always continue to bring healthy um, relationships with young girls and women and to really bring programs that will empower them, uplift them. Um, I'm excited about coaching um, girls on the run with the girls here in this community. It's a program that's nationally known and has never been here in Selma before. So I'll get to coach with one of my team members, um, Nez's wife, Kelly Baval, um, this spring. We're excited about that. It'll be in one of the elementary schools here. We're also in talks with trying to um, build up a middle school piece um, um, of Girls on the Run. Also introducing new programs that will empower women and just continually building relationships with women here in this community that will teach them to value themselves and love themselves. So. That's something I'm always interested in doing and have always had a heart for education as well as a teacher, just really encouraging the youth and the women I work with to read and, and find beauty in reading and writing and through the arts as well. Another passion of mine while I'm connected to these guys, the um, Seeds of Hope is incorporating all the things that I'm passionate about and through that, we can really express some of the things that we are feeling internally and just learning how to um, see what God has created in us and to value ourselves the way he wanted us to and has seen us to be. Yeah, yeah. you know, honestly, Selma itself is what uh, stirred me. Both my wife and I actually thought we were going to partner with TMS Global after seminary to go serve in India. And uh, we had this opportunity to come and serve at a local church in Selma, which we were seeing as like a part-time thing. We'd come, kind of gather our, our wits, the direction, be here a couple of years, and then go overseas. 
But as we were serving at the local church, we started engaging the inner city community uh, through that church. And as we did that, the Lord just stirred our hearts, like, like showed us this huge need to, to be missional and uh, be missional in this community. And as everything Jennifer was saying to uh, establish uh, the value and purpose that God has for each and every one of uh, these youths and families, um, you know, that was stirred up in us. And we realized God was calling us here to be missional. And uh, that was a huge surprise to us. That was not a plan. And, but the Lord through, you know, partnership with Nez and, and Jennifer coming and Seeds of Hope has been this constant uh, affirmation that this is exactly uh, where the Lord is wanting us to be and why he stirred our hearts those years ago. Yes, um, one thing I remember earlier on, even before anything happened, we, we ended up doing, um, right, right around COVID, we ended up doing a house church. And, um, and I remember this one guy in particular was part of what we knew to be a cult, but he would call it his old church. And, uh, and we would just open up the word and just, you know, just read, we're in um, the John in first John, first and second, we're just reading through it. And then, you know, just, we kind of felt convinced, like, do we tell them about that? Or do we just let, you know, let the, but we just kind of felt like, you know, maybe let the Lord do his thing. And, but, so we kept read, we kept reading through, through the first letter of John. And then there was just this aha moment in him, just like, wait, 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 wait. Whoa. It's like, what? And then he's like, dude, this, this right here, dude, these the, the uh, my old church they're like false pro they're like false teachers and it was just this just peace moment that he came to that it wasn't anything we did it wasn't anything like you know that word does not come void and you're seeing you seen that because sometimes we're, we're day in and day out with the kids and you've seen little glimpses of hope and then it's like one step forward and then 10 step back but it's just this encouragement to keep me going. Every time I remember that that moment when he came and he just, through his own being, like the Lord, the word spoke to him in the most beautiful way. It's just, uh, like I said, Selma can be a hard place. And when you remember that, it keeps you going. It keeps you wanting to invest. It keeps you wanting to really hold on to, hold on to God in obedience and say, you know what? This is worth it. This is this is worth it. These kids, these families are worth investing in and bringing all the way from the margins, but bringing at the feet of Jesus and seeing the mighty work with what they're doing. Because at the end of the day, we're not the ones that's going to be changing Selma. It's going to be a collaborative effort. But at the end of the day, it's the locals coming in and the Lord just exploding through them. Because when people see, oh, that guy, he changed. <laughs> I know I can and just letting the Lord do his thing organically but like I said and just having community community stirs us up we come in iron chaplains iron um yeah so it's, it's, it's been really fruitful I mean they're all have been a, a answer to my prayer I can tell you that um because it, it was it was like whoa there's nobody around my age Lord why are you bring us here and you know and then will you anyway I'm not gonna go into this but um yeah thank you well, thank you guys so much for agreeing to do this. Um, would love to give you the opportunity. If there's anything else on your heart, anything else you want to share, um, now's the chance to do it before we wrap up. 
Yeah, you know, I just want to share a quote by uh, Dick Eastman, who wrote a book called The Hour That Changes the World. It says, uh, when there's a consistency, or when there's a um, inconsistency, or what was the word, Naz? You know what the word is. Um, when there's an absence of prayer, there's an absence of power. And when there's a frequency of prayer, there's uh, a current display of God's power. And that's why we urge people to please consider partnering with us in prayer um, because th we experience that power, that breakthrough that comes through intercession. Um, and then also partnering with us it's so much more than like a financial partnership. It is investing in what God is doing in Selma. The stories we've been able to share literally are possible because people uh, make a decision to invest in what God's doing here. And so we, we are so, so thankful and so appreciative and, uh, and so glad to be able to be a part of this podcast. We appreciate it, Chris. Thank you guys so much. And for everyone listening, until next time, grace and peace to you all.